It is June 5th on a Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. What's going on out there? It's starting to really feel like summertime here. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was hot today. I was dying. Dude, brutal today. I was dying. I had I, I took my dog out for you know every you know I take my dog out. He goes to the bathroom, but I couldn't stand out there for more than like ten minutes, dude. Yeah, I, I was I like begging him to come back in the you. house. It was nuts. Well, we are here. We are recording on Wednesday. We had a show on Sunday. We are unfortunately again outside of the studio, but we are gonna do our best to get back in. I mean, it's it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time once we get back there. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I can't wait because it's be nice and air conditioned and not surrounded by a dog trying to eat a bone right now. I'm yeah, hold back. This show is sponsored sponsored by Nala, yeah. our doggy uh, mascot I'm here. Lock her in the room real quick. <laughs> okay. With the door open though, so yeah, for your animal people. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to we don't want to piss anyone off. We're not locking dogs anywhere, but yep, there she goes. Okay, so uh, we. Are uh, like I said, we are missing the foot again this week, but uh, we have a lot of stuff to cover. Um, I'm gonna wait. A Rod's coming back. He's settling up the dog. We should have done that before we started recording. But uh, adding to the show. just adding to the yeah. So um, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of big games ahead. Uh, there's a lot of. Um, we, we have a lot of promises to keep today, which we are going to do for you. For all you fantasy nut jobs, we are going to start getting to our really breaking down these fantasy football rankings because they're coming out in droves right now. So um, we're just going to get everything together. We're going to get everything ready for you guys. Today we're doing quarterbacks, and we're going to go by um, the list on ESPN uh, by the god of fantasy himself. The late, not the late, wow, what's wrong with me? The, the great, great Matthew, Barry. Matthew Barry. I'm back. I'm Welcome back. back. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so we, we missed the foot. Yeah. We, we missed the foot. Um. But we'll be back. We'll be back strong, obviously. He's, like I said, busy man. Like I said on Sunday, busy guy. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to this June 5th edition of Mass. Uh, first and foremost, I do want to start off by saying... Manny Machado's batting average is 247 right now. Thank the Lord. This man is just taking a shit right now. Yep, he is. I, I I don't understand, man. This guy cannot This guy can I feel like he's like not He sucks. Yeah, he's he's not there right now. Well, I feel like that's anybody who signs like a big contract, they never play well this next season or that season they sign the big contract. Right. Like a Bryce Harper. Right. Yeah, I mean Bryce Harper's not having a Bryce Harper year. I mean Machado's not having a Machado year, but two sixty, two sixty's not. He's a it's, it's lower. It's, it's, it's a lower number than what he usually hits. It's like one for four is two fifty. So right, but it's, it's, it's he's. Bad. I mean he's he's finished seasons two eighty seven, two uh, seventy. You know he's it's so rare that he's under two sixty. I don't think he's had a season below. Uh, Harper's batting two forty-seven. Well, yeah, but the the best not on not on Harper. No, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. He signed a big contract too, and I know Mike Trout's not batting that well either. He's been like, well, little lower than he usually bats, so he's batting like two eighty something. But it's also the Angels, and the Angels stink. So, 
Doesn't matter. Well, Mike, Mike Trout's on a team that he's not going to win with. I mean, he signed he, he signed it. the extension. He has to know it. He's got to know it. But well, he definitely knows it. He like I like I've said. I don't know six or how many five or six episodes ago. Yeah, well, he's two ninety five. He would have he would have gotten his money in a, in a more better uh, outcome team anyway. Does it be my stud of a baseball player? Right, my keeper I kept this year, Cody Bellinger. He's batting three seventy four right now. He's, yeah, he's eighty for two hundred fourteen. Absurd. Unbelievable. Absurd. Well, okay, so Manny Machado two forty seven. He's just plummeting. I mean, Sunday he was two fifty nine. Two fifty nine to two forty seven in a span of what three days? Yeah. Fucking, what are you doing? What that, are you doing? That's pretty bad. My beard is on the line here, bud. I don't know. It's still. I'm loving it. It's I'm still. I mean, picturing it now. We're past. We're past. It's almost the, as color, the color of your shirt right now. It is the Yeah. It, well, it'd be, it'd be lighter and it'd be pretty much white. Can't wait. Oh, my God. Um, well, anyway, in any case, uh, we'll see what happens because this bet does go through the All Star break and anything happens after that, it, it's, it's whatever lands, it lands. So. Hey, I mean, my best advice is fucking see the ball better and just stay healthy. Well, you know, like the how much time it takes to get to the ball, like like you have to react. Oh yeah, it's uh, faster than a blink of an eye. Something like that. It's like one point something seconds. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, but a guy like Manny Machado, bro, come on. He's 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 always been a good hitter. You know, there's no doubt about it. But so I'm sure he's used to the timing. So it's sixteen and a half feet from the mound to pretty much home plate. You have literally point four three four seconds to react to a fastball. Yeah, which is faster than which is faster than the blink of an eye. Yeah, that's that's what they the stat every every stat cast you see uh, on a fastball. They show an eye blinking like that. That's how they compare it. Yeah, that it's uh, reaction time has to be faster. Well, than yeah, that. It's like that. Uh, yeah, it's been sports science. That I love watching because it's ridiculous. Ah, uh, yeah, that's stuff. such a cool, such a cool thing. Yeah. Well, we'll fucking see. Yeah, we'll see. One thing I'm, I would like to see is like how much like the breaks and like the breaking balls, like how much that like really. Uh, like affects air, like something like that. Like it's all science behind how that shit works. Cause it's ridiculous. Like some people's curveballs, like twelve to six curveballs, it's like rolling, literally rolling off a table. It's unbelievable. Right, and you, you know it's and some some of that stuff too, man. Uh, it because baseball is so meticulous. Mm-hmm. Like it's so pre- it's so precise yeah. that the smallest movement. That's why I like the like pitches like the sinker is so u- is utilized so much now because it looks like too. a fastball. Yeah. Right. It's like 93, 94 mile an hour sinkers is ridiculous. Right. And they have such a slight movement that most of the time you're either going to get you're either going to get a swinging strike or you're going to get ground balls. Yep. That's almost every time. That's a double play pitch right there. Uh, so, I mean, I would lo- I would love to see the science on on movement pitches too. I've only seen fastball stuff because yeah. of the speed, but I would I would like to see that too. Like certain like like curveballs 12 to 6. Twelve to six curveballs are one of the most impossible ones to hit because they look so outside. Yeah, and then they just drop yeah, right in it's, the dirt. Yeah, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, do, we'll, I guess we'll do uh, some more baseball stuff. 
and then we'll we'll move on to other stuff. Yep. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon out for the season. Out for the season. Torn ACL. You know, I mean, he's an older dude. It's, uh, it's not. I mean, sucks. it's not I mean, a way to go. Outside like anybody at any sport, though. Oh yeah, of course. No matter what age. I mean, he'll he'll probably start training with Matt Lafleur, right? <laughs> probably. Right. Yeah. ACL yeah. buds, yeah. ACL uh-huh. broads. I got you. Yeah. Um. It's not a way to go out, but could this be like the end of his career? Do you think? Mm, I don't think he's that old, though. He's not that old, but he's been around for a really long time. He's he's his career is definitely on the decline. It, There's no it really doubt about is. it. But but I don't know what a contract he signed in Philly, though. I mean, regardless regardless of the contract, I mean, an ACL injury, especially a guy who's been around the sport for a while, and he's served his time, and he's been he's he's been the top dog before for a couple years there. Yeah. So he's thirty two. Yeah, he's thirty two. Which, I mean, is not a is not a very it's not an old age for baseball. No. But at the same time, you are starting to think about your future more. He's a three year, fifty million dollar contract. Okay. This so then this is the this is the first of the three. Yeah. So he's got till twenty twenty one. I'm not saying I'm not saying like he's a retired now, but right. It's it's coming soon. Like this could be like the start of. Like he, like he must be really like the top of his mind. Must be thinking of what it, what life will be like after, after baseball at this point. With an ACL injury, that's a pretty huge injury. It really so, is. And the recovery time, and the 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 therapy and stuff that goes into recovering, yeah. like that's well, that's got to be something well, in his luck, mind. Thirty two year old baseball player well, luckily, who's had, whose prime is away. It's still kind of beginning of the season, so he's got pretty much all year. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This happened early. I mean, this is predominantly early. I mean, we're past the quarter mark of the season, but I mean, it's still pretty early to think about. Yeah, it's you well, know coming back next year and being healthy again. But at the same time, games, we're sixty games in. Yeah, yeah, we're we're over so, a quarter done. Yeah, you got a hundred games left. That's literally so. I, it's possible if he works at it, he could probably come back for playoffs, but I doubt it. No, I don't. I don't think he'll be back for the playoffs. I think. I think. I think the Phillies try to find. Someone to replace him in the lineup, but I think they're fine anyway. The Phillies are yeah, they got a stacked lineup. They're good. I think they're fine, and their bench is stacked too. I think they're fine. Oh yeah. So I, I think they're just telling him, listen, you know, we love we love you here. This is where we want you at. We want you to come back healthy, take your time, and recover. But at the same time, in his head, he has to be thinking of the future after. Yeah. Like this 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 should be the start of the end of this career. A great player, absolutely. So Hall of Famer. I don't think so. Mm, I don't no, think I, don't, so. I don't know. He'll probably be on the ballot. Yeah, but I don't think he'll he's make a player it. on the ballot because of his popularity. But no, I don't think his stats support it. Me either. But he again, that. he could play another. He could play another four years. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, the Yankees and the Braves are both gunning for Dallas Keuchel now. When the Keuchel talks again, but now we can talk about it because now they have the MLB draft. And now he's there's no like draft pick compensation for Keuchel, right? So that's why all these talks are resumed. Same with Craig Kimbrell. So uh, Keuchel came out and said that he is willing to shave the beard to go to the Yankees for play for the Yankees. That'd be weird. It would be weird. I wouldn't like it. 
Well, the Yankees are pretty. They're they're strict with that shit. I mean, stupid. I mean, what, look, but, what, look what happened with Johnny Damon when he went to the Yankees. Oh, then he face. then he looked like a freaking looked like a caveman that was just born. That's why. Yes. That's why Boston everybody has beards. Right. Because they're so anti New York. Last night we were playing poker, and the woman that was at the table, I don't know her name, but we were watching the Mets game, which again is unfucking believable. These Mets in the late innings, I can't stand it anymore. Horrendous. Uh, and she was looking at uh, Robert Giselman and pitching. She spells his last name. How do you say that? What is it? G S E? How do you say that? Anyway. Really annoying lady. I don't even know her name. I don't really care to know her name. She was really bugging me last night because she kept saying, oh, these players, that's, this is why I like the Yankees because these players with the shaggy, look at them. They look like shaggy dogs out there, blah, 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 blah. Take it easy, lady. This is. I'm a big fan of like the long hair on baseball players. I think. The beards. I don't mind it. I don't really I care. As long as you play the game, I don't really give a shit. But yeah. at the same, but dude, come on. I don't know why. I don't want to bring it up right now. I don't know why I'm bringing this up because I think, you know, Keikel in the beard. Yeah. But come on. That's the reason why you like the Yankees because they're so, like, military style with their players. Like, it, I don't know. The players don't like it. I feel like 80% of the people last night at poker bothered me. Yeah, it was a very weird night. It was very, for those of you who don't know, unfortunately, poker is no longer at high tour. So we're not playing there. Last night we went to a different place and. There's different players. It's different atmosphere. Like some guy was trying to tell me uh, how to play and how to bet. I was like, I'm not going to even argue. <laughs> like, not, dude, I'm just not going to argue. I didn't, I, I've been playing poker for a long time, since I was a kid, like single-digit age. Yeah. And uh, I didn't see any issue with how it went in that hand. It, no. But I'm, I'm sitting there like, dude, like, he's sitting right next to me saying these things. We're on the same table. Yeah. And a dude, what are you, what are you doing? Mind your business, like just. And he wasn't even in the hand, like he no. wasn't even. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, like, who are you to say something? Like, but, reg- but, but regardless, that woman really got to me when she was talking about the hair thing. It was really weird. It made no sense. We're getting a little sidetracked. Getting a little sidetracked. Anyway, uh, Yankees and Yankees and Braves are ahead in the Keiko talks with the draft being over. Now they realize what you know. What they have for the at least the next year before next year's draft, obviously. But the Yankees need help pitching, obviously. The Braves, they would like a guy like Keiko because that would put them over the top. I think mm-hmm. the Braves are a strong young team. Plus, the National League East is going crazy right now because my because now Miami's hot. They're on. They fire scored eleven right runs in an inning. They scored. Six, they beat the Brewers sixteen nothing. The Brewers sixteen nothing. The, yeah. the Brewers the, is the be, one of the best, best teams, teams in, the, in, in the National League. Yeah, sixteen yeah, nothing. They swept. The Padres. Right. Like, I literally... I don't know what's going every, on. Every parlay I had, I had the Padres being the Marlins. And those that's the only game I lost. Pissed. 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 I'm, you know what? I was watching the draft. I was watching uh, the day one, round one of so like the guy draft. who went number one, number one overall, that catcher, is an absolute monster. Oh, he's a beast. He's you a know, beast. You know you're good when you get walked with bases loaded. Right. Like they'll walk you, they'll give up a run to walk you. I think the first like it just never happened before. I think it was the first time it's happened. I think the first, the first six or seven picks. I don't know the exact number were position players. Not a single pitcher was taken until around seven or eight. I don't. I don't know exactly. The, Suppose this this kid is a lot better than Buster Posey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
That's that's saying a lot. Um, I'm excited with the Mets taking Beatty. I didn't understand it, but they're already comparing him to David Wright. He's the third baseman uh, from high school, third baseman. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Seems legit. But anyway, so because of the draft and stuff, now teams are starting to really understand where they're going to be at. The Cubs are really going after uh, Craig Kimbrell right now. Came out. I think it came out today. I think that article came out today about it. I think I saw it today too. Um, they are willing to do whatever it takes to get Kimbrell on into their bullpen, which okay is fine. But if you're looking at later innings, bro, why are the Mets not in that ring? I don't know. The Mets have been really pissing me off in the late innings, even in the early. I mean, it depends. They're, like their pitching is not there. Pete Alonso hit a nice shot last night, but that's really the shining light on the Mets. But these Cubs are so are so interested in Craig Kimbrell, and it seems like that's the team that's really the only team that's really gunning for him right now. I just want to give you an update on this kid drafted number one number one overall, twenty seventeen, he batted two thirty four. Twenty eighteen batted four oh eight for the season. That's how many games? Two hundred fifty at bats. It's absurd. He had. 102 hits, 22 doubles, 9 homers, 83 RBIs. Currently, he's batting 411 with 17 home runs, 58 RBIs, 76 walks. It's absurd. That's 6216. I mean, that's why. It's a monster. Kid went first overall. The kid that went second overall is the son of a of a player Which? who went fourth overall. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. The kid that went second overall went um, second overall. His father was drafted in the in Major League Baseball uh, he, as a pitcher. And he was drafted fourth overall. So they asked him on TV, live TV, with his father sitting right next to him. He goes, oh, how does it feel to... to um, Bobby Witt Jr. But yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. Stop. His father was a pitcher, got drafted fourth overall the year that he was drafted. And they were... and. Bobby Wood Jr. came out before they even asked him. He was like, yeah, you know, it's pretty good having, you know, two places over this guy right here. And they started laughing. Correction, he went three over, third overall. No, I thought he went fourth because no. they were joking about it that he had two well, places this, over. On uh, ESPN, it says Witt's father was the number three overall in the 1985 draft. Really? Yep. Because they were joking on ESPN live during the draft mm-hmm. that he had two spots over. Nope. So they were wrong. Yep. Oh, MLB Network. Shame, shame. Idiots. Now you're making me look like an asshole. You're welcome. I've always looked like an asshole. That's what you're supposed to say there. I set it up for you. Uh, I'll let you slide on this time. Uh, okay, uh, Jay Bruce, just to close out the baseball shit, because we have to get a couple things here. Jay, yeah. Jay Bruce, um, on Sunday, got traded to the Phillies. Okay, then he, uh, which is, which is pretty interesting considering that Kutch went down. Yeah, it was like perfect timing. <laughs> it was perfect time. Jay Bruce first appearance, two home runs, five RBIs with a grand salami, grand slammer. I think I'm gonna go pick him up in fantasy right now. Unbelievable! It was only the first appearance you know, though. You know what I think it is? I think it's the whole NL East. He's back in the NL East. Yeah, but he wasn't like that when he was on the Mets. Doesn't matter. I feel like anyone's second time around in the NL East coming from the Mets is always a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the Mets uh, they they groom players for future success in in, in the division. 
Sounds about right. It sucks. Watch, Cindergard's not playing well right now. Nope. I'm expecting maybe Cindy gets traded. Mm. That could be that could be big news. To where? To the Phillies. Uh, oh, oh, the Nationals. Oh. I don't fucking know. But if he gets traded somewhere in the National League, it's going to be rough. I wonder where the Braves. That'd be dangerous. That would be unbelievable if he got. If he stayed, they would be automatically just win the division right there. If he stayed in the National League East and then he ended up doing well, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I don't blame you. Anyway, all right. How about this? If Keiko gets signs with signs with the Yankees, do you think he's going to sign with the Yankees or the Braves? How about that? I think he's more inclined to sign with the Yankees. All right. So if he signs with the Yankees, I'll take a shot during the show next week. Or whenever he signs. If he gets signs with the Braves, then you take a shot. I'm down. That's sure. a nice bottle of Jameson sitting in the closet right now. Sure. Got it. Sure. All right. We've been in talks for a while of doing a drunk show. We have. I think we should. But it's got to be on like... It's got to be on. It's got to be on grounds where we have nothing going on the next day. Yeah, because it's got to be on a Sunday. We're I, have, old. I have to be off on Monday. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm, I'm down for whatever. Anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's just some simple things about baseball. But we got like the NHL, the NBA. So baseball, interesting. That. Little tidbit, that little baseball segment, it's just very quick. Uh, we decided to uh, bring that to you. Uh, that was sponsored by There's Always Room for Dessert, which is a phenomenal cake business. Uh, Crystal Flynn is the owner. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. Check her out. She does all kinds of um, specialty cakes, any table spreads for any event that you need, weddings, uh, birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, just anything that you need. Uh, look her up. Uh, her cakes are all posted on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. She will hook you up. Check her out. Out of this world cakes. Out of this fucking world. Breaking news. Breaking news. Let's do it. Roy Halladay's son just got drafted in the 32nd round by the Blue Jays. By the Blue Jays? And, and will. Yeah. And his numbers. No. 32nd round is. And number two, number, thir- number 32 is retired. <laughs> so, that's pretty entertaining. Sponsored by Nala. <laughs> Our sponsor dog. Man, the Blue Jays, really, they love lineage players, man. They love them, man. It's like uh, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Is, is scorching it too, so. That's a pretty hot take. So... With that being said, look for uh, completely, uh, you know, in the past, you know, you're looking for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit. Um, nostalgia. A whole nostalgia team in Toronto. It's crazy. Okay, so uh, moving on to the bigger shit. So tonight, NBA Finals. Tonight is game three. Um, there's, to me, a lot of things on here that... Um, just a quick NBA shit. So, game three is tonight. Uh, it's a it's a decent sized game because what happened on Sunday when you were saying that game three about KD, he's still out. He is still out with another calf injury. Um, I think he's milking it. I think Steve Kerr is milking it. Because, mm. like I said, when he when he came out and said that KD will play soon, I, like I said, I hate. Soon. 
I hate that word in sports. I hate I hate the word soon in sports. Make, it. it's, and, it's stupid. And Clay, him, he landed very awkwardly too in game two. Yeah, it was it was pretty awkward. It but, was a little concerning. I didn't think that I, he would be out though. I think completely. he was just trying to draw the foul the way he landed. Right. But it's and, weird though the way he landed. It, it was awkward, but yeah. I didn't think he'd be completely out. Well, but hem, they said that Clay are, Thompson's out. Hamstrings are funny. Yeah, you never know because I felt my hamstring pop, and it's the worst fucking feeling in the world. You can't do anything. It's the worst feeling. Like my whole leg was purple. It was bad. I don't. I mean, so, hamstrings. I don't really fuck with. How is that going to sway the game tonight? Having Clay Thompson out because need somebody else to come up big, right? Like you need like um, Iguodala or maybe like Quinn Cook, who's been freaking lights out from three, right? But I saw Steph Curry in practice make twenty one straight threes. Then he he just stopped. He could have kept going, but he just stopped. He literally well, went. You me... know, you, you know, you play when you were a kid. You played around around the around world. around the world. Yeah, yeah. He literally went from one end of the corner. Went to the other end, made all those, went back to the top of the key, and stopped at like probably like almost left left edge, left corner. Just yeah, stopped because he wanted. You to. know what, dude? If you're getting paid big bucks. Like he's a player that should be making threes. Absolutely. Like, like Steph Curry is a three point shooter. But still, twenty one in a row is ridiculous. Twenty one in a row is ridiculous. But like I said, man, that's your own. That's your one job, though. It's your one job, dude. You should be able to do it. It makes sense. Yeah, what's the what's the line on the game tonight? I'll tell you. Um, I think I'm sure it's probably even now without, or the Toronto Toronto might even be favored without Durant and Clay. Cause that's a those two are big losses right there. It's a, it's a big loss, but like I said, it just puts more weight on Steph Curry's shoulders. What's the overall on Steph? How many points did he score tonight? What do you think? Um. You think it's very high? Wow. It says the, Raptors, the Warriors are favored by four and a half. Wow. Yeah. It's Yeah. I it's, mean with uh, the with the loss of Clay and KD still out, I can I I mean it makes sense that the line is is kind of turning. Where are they they're playing in Toronto? Yep. Yeah. No, they're playing in Oakland. Oracle. Oh. Playing in Golden State. Shit. This over under for Steph is thirty one and a half. I mean, I'll take the under on Steph thirty one and a half. I'll take the under on that. Mm. Sure. You know, low key, like putting in like uh, I think for MVP of the finals is Draymond Green. Yeah. Oh yeah. Triple double game one was a assist short of a triple double game two. It's like anytime I watch him play, it's. Ugly to watch. Like him trying to make a layup, it just misses horrendously. And it somehow goes like 17, 12, and 10. Here's the most insane thing, though. Um, his main success is based on guys like Clay Thompson. Yeah. So. Clay's catch and shoot. It's going to be interesting to see how they adjust without Clay in the lineup. I mean, they already adjusted without KD, but Clay stepped up his game. Draymond stepped up his game for it. Now without Clay, offensive wise, he's great. But he, everyone, doesn't credit him for how great of defense he plays. He always plays defense on the best player. Yeah, and 
that's that's a part of their success. But at, like I said, at the same time, huge loss. It is Clay Thompson's loss. a huge loss. Yeah. So how it's it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust to it. But tonight's game should be it should be a fun game to watch. It should be. Maybe it's more. I think without Clay though, I think it's more because the Warriors are so heavily favored. Yeah. I think it's more kind of like an evenly type of thing now. Like there's more of a handicap. Can you? But you. But can you imagine if Clay and KD were were fresh and were they they were healthy playing in these finals? I'd say the, the Warriors by like fifteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it changes look, the whole line. Yeah, but also, yeah, no. Well, game two, you had they were down like five and a half, and they started the third quarter on twenty zero run, which is ridiculous. Yeah, the Raptors were leading pretty much the entire game, and next thing you know, flip the switch. Right. It was just it was unreal. And a huge and a huge factor of that was. Was Clay? Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how they adjust. I mean, it's, it's gonna. It has to be. Has to be a big adjustment because that's not what they're used to. Two superstars on their team are are not playing out. in this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're used to KD being out. That's, yeah. I mean, they're used to, that, and they play great without him. So it's like Clay Thompson being out, you would think KD would be coming back. So I think that's what I'm saying. They said soon, and everyone was projecting him to come back in Game Three. Yeah, when Clay Thompson, when they ruled him out of the of Game Three, you would think that KD, if it wasn't too serious, would be coming back in the lineup tonight. Well, I guess not. I so guess it, not. So I, that's what I'm saying. The soon thing it worries me. Him, the fact that Clay was ruled out and KD's too, still not playing, like too wide of a margin. That's what I'm word. saying. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst word. That's the worst fucking word you can use in sports. It's like saying eventually. Yeah, it's stupid. It doesn't answer any questions. Nope. Just well, pro- it provokes questions. It's a, good, it's a good answer for him to use, though, just to get out of them stop asking. Not really, because then people are going to keep asking you. Yeah. Soon, soon, soon. That's like, oh, are we there yet? Soon. Are we there now? Soon. Come on. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I agree. No, I agree with that. Ah, come on. That's crazy, man. So I think there's something bigger going on with KD. The fact that they lost Clay Thompson and he's still not in the lineup, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Clay, yeah, KD, you'll come back. He'll play soon, but not until he signs with the Knicks. Yeah, Clay will be back next game though. Fuck out of here. Oh yeah, he'll be back. But well, speaking of the Knicks, Anthony Davis trade rumors still swirling, man. Yep, still swirling. It's, three, it's down to three teams: Clippers, Lakers, and the Knicks. Now, I mentioned him signing with the Lakers a couple episodes ago. I think the Knicks are now favored. That's if the Knicks, like, well, the the trades come. I mean, the the drafts coming up. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it all hinges on: Are the Knicks going to trade away the third pick, or are they not? Because what else are they going to end up giving up for Anthony Davis? I hope they don't trade it. I really hope they don't trade away the pick. I I'd ra- I would rather them draft Barrett. Get rid of like, get rid of like Kevin Knox and like right. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, whoever that is, they're, they're the big guy who's been on fire with having like average like two blocks a game, for like twenty some games. Get rid of him. Two young players, and like next year's draft pick. That's well, yeah. That's if you that's if you wanted to go right now. Yeah. If you wanted to go right now, but if you wanted to, if you're the Knicks and you want to, if you want to keep building, then you keep those young players. Draft Barrett. Absolutely. Sign KD. Build around Barrett. Yeah, build. Yeah, build around. Well, you you can build around Barrett, but I would 
I would get like a veteran like KD, maybe a Kyrie or a Kemba, but I don't think Kemba is happening. I think RJ Barrett met with the Knicks this week too. Yeah. Because, I mean, how could you not? I mean, the Knicks have a third pick. R.J. Yeah. Barrett's the third best in the draft I'm right now. So, I'm still upset they don't have the first fucking pick. Yeah, well, you, at least, at least like, the other two that had the 14%. Watch them trade with the Grizzlies. No, the Pe- Pelicans for the first pick. Give them the third pick and give them, like, Kevin Knox and somebody else for the first pick to get Zion. That would be insane. That would be an crazy, crazy uproar. Or like somehow include Anthony Davis in that too. But would the Pelicans even take that? Like Anthony Davis in the first pick, or a third round pick, and like three other people, and some money. The Knicks could do it. They have money. Yeah. They have the money to, to spend on it. So it depends on James Dolan. So we would idiot. basically be trading away our third, Knox, and whoever Cash, for, for pretty much Zion. And we're pretty much taking Davis's contract, whatever it is. Be interesting. That would be that would be that would that would go nuts with the crowd, dude. Oh my That'd god, that would be insane. Though That'd I think f- the whole state of New York would. I'd just... buy the first Williams in Jersey there is. It's unbelievable. That would be cool. So tonight, uh, game three. What are your predictions? What do you think? Uh, what's the over under? I think it's gotta be a two and change. I could tell you in two seconds. So they're yeah, they're favored by four and a half. So the over under is two thirteen and a half. Hmm. Yeah, that's one hundred and five hundred eight. I don't know. I would lean towards the under on that too. Mm, I would. Yeah. I would lean towards the under more. I'd take the under, but I'd say the Warriors are gonna win by like two. But you got. But you got to say though, like Clay's not playing. So I say the final score would be like ninety nine. Okay, 99, maybe 96. I think it's a good number, the over-under. I think that's a good number to be at. I think it'll probably be close, but I, I there's a, a huge scorer who's not playing tonight. I mean, that'll probably open up more scoring for the Raptors a little bit, but I don't know. To get Clay had 23 in th- two periods. But you have you have Steph Curry over under 31.5. Yep. So if he does hit the 31.5... Then the game's going to go over. You got Draymond Green still. I mean, it could be possible, but I, me personally, I would lean towards the under there. If I if I'm making bets, I would lean towards the under. All right. But not a lot of money in there though. No, I wouldn't bet a lot on it. Hell no. <laughs> nope. If so. Clay if Clay was in the lineup, that line would be a little higher, I think. So like Clay for how many points is in score tonight? I'm gonna take the under on that. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take the under on that. Said so he's not playing. I'm actually gonna go. Um, I'm going to put money on the even and say zero. It's at 17 and a half, so I'm taking the under. <laughs> All right. You slide, dog. That's right. We're cheating Vegas here. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see what happens. It's going to be an exciting game. Hopefully, um, by next week, dude, this will probably be close to ending. I hope so. NBA Finals. I hope so. And the NHL Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals. But first, a word from... One of our sponsors. This sponsor is brought to you by Burning Hour Designs. It's a 100% all-natural soy candle company owned by Lindsay Knapp. She sells some great-smelling candles. You got some lavender vanilla. You got some, my favorite to say, Mike's favorite, the foot's favorite, for all you basic bitches 
Yas Queen. Some pumpkin spice latte. Got some cranberry chutney. Some other stuff. I know we just gave my mother one for Mother's Day. She gave one to her mother for Mother's Day. It's perfect. You got party favors. She does small candles, big candles. Anything you need, she's got it. Custom labels. Can't beat it. You can find her on Etsy, Instagram, Facebook at Burning Our Designs. If you go to Etsy, buy $40 or more and use promo code MASSPODCAST, you get 10% off your purchase, which is not bad at all. Nice. Yep. These Stanley Cup finals Mm. have been insane. Yes, they have. I was so excited that the Blues won. Think they? Do you think they listen to the show? I hope so. I don't. Know. I, I would, fucking hope so. Because Bennington looked pretty pretty he good. Looked, he looked great. But there's a stat. I think once this year, the Blues have lost back to back games. Once. The Blues ended the season with 99 points. Yep. Uh, the Bruins ended the season with 107. So, if that really is the case, the Blues the Blues never lost back to back games. Mm-hmm. Then what does that say for the Bruins? The Bruins finished with almost almost ten more almost finished eight more points higher, but this also could have won a lot of games in like overtime. So it's only a point. Yeah, or two points. Yeah, okay. or like they could have gone like a winning streak. The Bruins, because all you'd also realize though the East is a lot easier than the West. That's one hundred percent accurate, without a doubt. Yeah. So, he also had their freaking lightning with one hundred and twenty-eight points get swept the first round. So points really don't matter after the start of playoffs. That's what I think. Going into the third period, uh, the two-two, two-two. Right, they were tied two-two. The Blues just came up with two s- sweet goals, mm-hmm. and and tied and 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 up tied up the series. Yeah. Series is tied two to two. Uh, game five is tomorrow at eight o'clock. I uh, just want to quick quickly highlight it. Um, I'm going for the Blues. Oh, absolutely! My, my guilty, not guilty. I said the Blues. Right. And I said the West is going to win it. We're going. We're going for the Blues here. Um, I, I just think we just don't want to see Boston win again. I don't think anyone wants to see Boston win again. Yeah. You know. So um, just a quick highlight. I do want to shout out uh, O'Reilly had a huge game. He scored two goals in that game. My man, Vladimir Tarasenko, Stud. is a beast. Stud. Since they played the Sharks, uh, Tarasenko played in 10 games, scored six goals in the span of those 10 games, and scored a total of 11 points. He's on fucking fire. And he scored, he scored a, a goal. Game. Yeah. He scored a goal in, in the win in game four. So he, he must, I think he has three goal, at least three goals in four games. Yeah. In the final. He's, he's just. He's on fire right now, yeah. and he needs to, he needs to keep it up. Give the hot, give the puck to him. It's hot hand. Never take the ball or puck out of the hot hand. Exactly. Yep. It, it's it's an it's an insane time to be uh, to be a Blues fan right now. If you're watching these if you're watching these players play, Tarasenko's tearing it up. Yep. O'Reilly had a big game, but he's a little bit more inconsistent. Um, but like I said, it all hinges on Bennington. It does. We- you can't win when you're giving up seven goals. I'm I'm interested to see uh, the next game. Is he going to be the wall that he could be, or is he going to be the the cheese that we saw in game three? I think he's going to be the wall. I I would I hope Cause he, so. Cause you think of, if you think about it, they win game five in Boston, then they have a chance 
to win the cup at home in game six, which is huge. So yeah, so like 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 we said, this is this is a must. This is a must win. Absolutely, it has to. If you're you're playing in Boston, you're playing the away, and and it happened to be pretty much mostly home team wins. You know, yeah, the home you know home ice but played a huge difference, but it's back and forth. So it's it's a series that we wanted, right? It's going a minimum of six games. And what and why I said on Sunday that the Bruins have a big chance of winning out and winning it in five games. Now I'm leaning towards what you said that I think this is going to go seven games. Absolutely, I hope it goes seven. I games. hope it does, man. And I hope the Bruins lose in Boston. Yes, so crying Boston fans. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. An update, although you know they are player out. Zidane Chara broke his jaw. Suppose he lost teeth. Game four. Literally, his teeth just fell out of his mouth. Hockey man, and they didn't come back after that. Now hockey players are tough, but. He's still not out for Game 5. So I'll throw that out there. Still not rolled out. Yep. The broken fucking jaw. What's your excuse, KD? <laughs> broken jaw. Yeah. Still not out. Well, you don't really need your jaw, really. You had a lot of communicating to do, you know, on I, the ice. Yeah, I guess, but, I, you know. True. It's just hard to breathe, if you really think about it. Just cut cut his minutes down a little bit, then. His minutes went from 30 to 20 this year. So how much more you want to cut it? Oh well. I I, is is he though? Is he really a big? I mean, he's a yeah. deciding factor, he's but the, I he's mean, the captain. He's, he like, he, but he hasn't really been playing like he's been the factor. He's well, he's a big force. He's, this guy's like six eight. Yeah, he's huge. Whatever. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, game five is tomorrow at eight. Should be fun time in Should Boston. Be. It's gonna I'm be gonna fun. Watch, definitely gonna watch it. Um, so, now, it's time, it's time, I think it's time, we've been promising you guys for this for weeks, uh, we're coming up on the time where football, it's only 92 days out, can't wait, double digits, um, my, my biggest thing, um, and your biggest thing, because we don't play football, but we play fantasy football, all day, every day. It's the most exciting time. It's the most exciting time of the year for me. I love fantasy. I love oh, fantasy too. football. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So, one of the things that we've been in, wanted to integrate, we already did kind of did the top ten for you guys. We touched base on it. However, I think what what it's time is uh, what it's time for is some position stuff. Yep. Because it really got to break it down on position wise. When a good time is, depending on PPR, depending on the type of league scoring and stuff. Um, but what we want to do is we want to bring you. Um, this week's position. Next week, we'll do another position week after that. So this week is? This week is quarterbacks. Hmm. The captains of industry. Yep. The leaders. The generals on the field. Yeah. The most important position in football, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I would hope so, because someone's got to, you know, give somebody else the ball, throw the right. ball. Techni- well, if you get technical, the most important player is the center. Right, yeah. Well, y- yeah, okay. Because without them, it's the first line, the first, the very first person that yep touches the ball is 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 the, is the defense defense of the captain. Yep. So um, what we're doing is we're going off, we're going based off of Matthew Berry, the mecca of all fantasy football. We're gonna go off Matthew Berry on ESPN. He's updating his um, his rankings every now and then, but as of June fifth, twenty nineteen, we're gonna go off of Matthew Berry's list. Do it. Um, 
So let's get it. Let's dive into this. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Agreed. Hundred percent. I, I agree with it. Hundred percent. However, it, we are basing this off of one season, off of one solid season. Yes. But we are going into a season when he has a little bit of controversy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he still has Travis Kelsey, who is without a doubt easily one of the top no, three tight ends. No Tyreek Hill, no Cream Hunt. No Tyreek Hill, no Cream Hunt. So that's a question mark for me. So who's the number one wide receiver there? That's a good question. Who is the number one wide? Was Sammy Watkins? I think so. Well, we'll find out. That's what we'll I'm get, saying. We'll find you out know, when we get to the wide receivers. We're basing this off, like, number one Patrick Mahomes, I get it. Yeah. Because of what last, what he did last year with his vision, all those sidearm no-look passes. He's got crazy awareness already, and he's so young. He knows the, he knows the sport. He's very into the sport. Imagine trying to use him during, like, playing Madden. You know, the one with the QB vision, the one that moved with the joystick. Oh, yeah. When, remember when Madden the, had, like, the little light? Yeah. yeah. Imagine trying to use him when he does his no-look passes. That's pretty bad. You'd probably beat everyone online. That'd be great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, number one, Patrick Mahomes. To Agreed. me, I, I get I get the number one spot because if you go down this list, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of question marks for me on this list. Uh, I'm sure there is. So, um, Patrick Mahomes is kind of a question mark for me only because he lacks the weaponry. However, this could, this could mean that this could be a big year for Travis Kelsey. It could be. So, Travis Kelsey could be the tight end to go for. I would think it. Period. I mean, yeah, even yeah, regardless. Regardless. But at, but na- even now, it kind of even furthers Kelsey yeah. up the list. Uh, number two is Aaron Rodgers. How's he going to... Healthy? Right. Dangerous that's, healthy. That's, that's the question mark there. Is is health-wise... Um, I mean, he still played on his bad knee, so all the power to him. Yeah. Bad. I mean, he, he played, he knows how to play injured. He's a tough dude, but at the yep. same time, um, he has weapons. He has Devontae Adams to throw, and he's a huge factor. Aaron Rodgers has a fucking cannon arm. So got Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. Yep, 100%. Which I'm hoping for a better season. I He needs a breakout season. Jimmy fucking Graham kind of wasted his time in Seattle. Yep. Mostly because Seattle wasn't really a tight end he's, offense. He's better in New Orleans. I don't think Green Bay is much of a tight end offense either. Nope. I mean, there really hasn't been a lot of great tight ends that came out of Green Bay in the last few years, as with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a little it's a question for me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Uh, number three, uh, Andrew Luck on this list. Hmm. Andrew Luck to me, I don't really fully trust him fantasy wise. He also threw a lot of passes last year. He threw a lot of passes last year only because he didn't have anyone in the backfield to kind of sponsor him. And they got Marlon Mack back there. He, it's Indianapolis had a, they had a, a, a huge issue with offensive line, mm-hmm. but I think they kind of, they kind of justified that. So I'm expecting a lot of passes from him, a lot of catches from Hilton, but Andrew Luck has weapons, but at the same time, I don't think he's as consistent as some of these names on here that are below him. Okay. I agree with that. Um, so like like one two and three here, for me all question marks. It's it's all question marks for me, on different things though. Yeah, you know Patrick Mahomes lack of weapons, Offense, Aaron Rodgers health. injury, and uh, Andrew Luck with the inconsistency. Yeah, I'm not hundred percent on that one. Because you'll get one you'll get one week with Andrew Luck, he'll throw like three hundred fifty yards with like three touchdowns, or you go like two hundred with one touchdown, three interceptions. Right. 
Makes it's sense. it's very inconsistent. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I feel like he forces a lot of passes too. I, do. I mean, like he had a lot of attempts. He's a lot of well, he's most literally ninety percent of the offense. So, but I think he's I think he's healthy now. When he had that injury two years ago, I think he's a healthier Andrew. Oh Luck. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll he's also see. one of the highest paid quarterbacks. So really? start making your money. You haven't yet. Uh, number four is Deshaun Watson. I like I like that. I like him at number. I four. like number four there. Deshaun Watson though, if he stays healthy, if he stay, I mean that's with every that's with everyone also, here. He, but there are some highlighted parts of, of said, health. But we need some better weapons though, besides DeAndre. DeAndre Hopkins is the guy there. He's a fucking monster. I mean DeAndre Hopkins for me is easily the number one wide receiver in the draft. Arguably, maybe. Arguably, you know. But I mean Deshaun Watson loves DeAndre. DeAndre loves Deshaun. Oh, absolutely! It's it's one of the best combos that you can possibly have if you're if you're looking for the com- if you're looking for the combo pick. You draft DeAndre Hopkins, couple rounds, then you'll end up with Deshaun. Yeah, I could agree with that. Um, but Deshaun Watson will get you points on the ground. Yeah, running that's huge. And I think I think with these first three, I think Deshaun will get you more. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he knows how to use his legs. Andrew but Luck he's a little young. too, but not as. Much Not as, as prominent. Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Wood. Um, so that's why I think he's number four here. I don't think it's mostly his passing, but it is because of his legs too. Yep. So I do agree with that. That's not a question mark for me. Uh, number five is Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. Mm-hmm. He's always a question mark too. Because he, yeah, he's good, but... Oh, do they still do they still have the same offensive coordinator? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think they Good, changed coordinator. Yeah. I think they changed coordinators because last year it was just horrendous. It wasn't. It wasn't right. It wasn't has been right for the past like, couple of years. Ever right. since they made the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It, like it wasn't the right downhill path. Um, I don't really know. I think they did change coordinators, but um, I'm not 100. percent But the thing with Atlanta is that their door is closing fast. Yes. And but Julio Jones is They're again a win now situation right. So have guys like Taylor Gabriel, yes, who can ca- who can who has crazy hands and um, can go out of the slot. Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley, so fast beast. He was he was a great uh, second receiver. Absolutely. We also have uh, what's Mohamed Sanu still there. So there's no lack of weapons here. No, I like Matt Ryan's arm. I don't like his accuracy. I, I mean he's an accurate quarterback, but I don't like his that like is accurate. He for he's again he's he's an Andrew Luck type of guy in the in the sense that when he's pressured and he gets pressured a lot. So the Eli Manning method: if you're pressured, just go down. Yeah, you should, or just throw a helmet pass. Yeah, something. Eli should have been sacked in that play. That's on that's on the Patriots though. So I actually like Matt Ryan here. I think Matt Ryan is a is a, is a good quarterback to to start. Um, I don't think he has any health concerns or anything like that. He's I been I think healthy. Matt yeah he's been he's been pretty consistent health wise. Well, I think he has a, a, a he had like a slight knee injury, but nothing bad. Yeah, he's still right, played. right. So I don't I don't think there's any concern there. Which also maybe he's due. I hope so. I had him last year. and He fucking sucked. Sucked. Right. Every time, like I, I have this thing where, where when I draft quarterbacks, I don't know, maybe it's just me personally, but I dra- I had Matt Ryan twice in a row, and he did shit for me. 
And then the year I don't draft him, he had that Super Bowl year. So just don't draft him. I'm I'm just not I'm I won't draft him. Just for your sake. But Lin- you should go for Matt Ryan if Lin- I don't draft Lindsay him. Lindsay hates Matt Ryan. Hates <laughs> Really? Him. Yeah, she had him. She well again. She's had she's played fantasy twice and has had two god awful quarterbacks. Like two bad seasons. She had Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson. Ooh. She calls them both bums. Yeah, I had Russell Wilson uh, last year in one of my leagues, and bum. Yeah, fucking bum. Number six on here is actually no surprise to me, only because of his talent. He's got a young age, fresh arm, and he's got weapons now. Is my boy Baker Mayfield? Hmm, I like it. I, I like that it. too. I dig it. I like it too, only because the Browns are such a revamped team. If you're watching videos and stuff. He's completing good passes, no TAs. He's looking pretty solid. I mean, he had the studly one-two combo and Odell and Landry. Odell, like Odell, for me is, but they also have like Jarvis Landry. Don't forget that they have um, um, David Njoku. Njoku, yeah, David Njoku, who is one of the top. I think for me is like a top he's, ten. He's a good tight well, end to just take. There's not really many good tight ends, so he might be top five. But here's the thing, though. Yeah, well, Njoku, there's more wide receivers there than tight ends. Yeah. Between Odell, Jarvis, and who's that kid? Um, Coleman? No. Somebody. Yeah, um, that, that, that young kid, too. Yeah, uh, who, talk- who came out. I can't think of his name, but I know you're talking about. Um, I think there's more wide receiver depth there than tight ends. So I think so. Njoku is, but we'll talk about tight ends. But Njoku, for me, is a little bit of a question mark there. For me. Well, while we're on the Browns, you see uh, Duke Johnson requested, requested a trade. Still requesting a trade. Baker's calling him out on it. And Fred, especially Freddie Kitchen commented on it, too. So I want to win the lottery, but there's no chance of that happening. So you're right. saying he's replying. Right. Well, that sucks. You, I mean, what are you going to do? You're under, you're under you're contract. contract. You know? I don't know who you are, who you think you are. There's no, there's no option there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, do they have the option system in the NFL? I think so, right? Probably. Player club? I think so, but you never know. Well, anyway, number seven, speaking of guys that Crystal hates, you said Lindsay hates a player. Crystal drafted Cam Newton Mm. and was disappointed. Um, I don't, I think this is too high for Cam at seven. Yeah. I mean, it all really all depends. It depends on Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but he's, he's but to, to say hundred some balls every right, year though. But to say, but to rank a quarterback high because of your weapon being a running back. I mean, I know this is a passing league, and there's if you don't have hands as a running back nowadays, you're not going to be a successful running back. Agreed. With you that. have to, you have to catch passes at this point. This is a passing league. Cam Newton will get you points on the ground, but not but he's not either. a he's not much of a passer. Unless he's passing it to Christian, who, can, who a, can take it to the house. He's got a cannon of an arm, though. He's got a cannon of an arm, but it's so inaccurate. It's so inaccurate. I feel like it's a lot of people. He overthrows a lot, a lot of percentage. I don't even know the percentage. Me either. But he's he's got a he's got a very high overthrow rate. I don't trust Cam here. I really don't. I don't trust Cam fantasy wise. I like watching him play. I think he's he's. This, successful quarterback but fantasy wise Never. if you have to rely on cam there's plenty of names on this list that can do so much better than cam so um number eight is big ben i was, I was wondering when he's gonna come up 
there's a couple names on here that actually surprised me that are too low. I'll talk about it. But um, number eight is Ben Roethlisberger, who, to me, with the loss of Antonio Brown, um, it's it's a huge it's a huge could be not or or not. Yes, it's, you're it's, either going to huge sigh of relief, but it's also make or break as you as much as we can't stand Antonio Brown right now. He was a major key to the offense, and he was a major key to Ben and yeah. his stat line. Absolutely. Here's the thing: uh, the big question mark for me on Ben. His he has to rely on Juju Smith Schuster, who has never led a receiving core before, and he's still super young, which I think is the biggest factor in Ben in the Steeler offense. It's because the receivers are so fucking young. Yeah, they're so inexperienced. I mean, Ben Ben's famous for putting pressure on the young receivers. You know, and I don't know. I, I kind of question his leadership abilities with that because he he's apologized more than he's. Then he's um, helped, in my opinion. No, just like the I, Washington thing. Yep. We, well, James he, Washington. He said something to him, but he played great in the next game in New England. Right. So he so he inspired him, at the, but at the same time, maybe Antonio Brown you're had so, a little factor in that too. You're supposed to be the, the captain. You're not supposed to do that though. But losing losing arguably one of the best receivers is it's tough. It is tough. It, it's I mean Antonio Brown. It's could that be a mental thing too going into the season? Yeah, of course. You you lost a guy that you've thrown to so many times, one of the best quarterback receiver duos in our generation. Yes, I would say. Now he's not there anymore. Now you have to rely on a kid who had a breakout season, but is without the distraction. Now you're gonna get a double up on Juju. Yeah, Dante Moncrief. Right, Dante Moncrief's not going to pull as much coverage as Antonio Brown did. Well, I guess we'll have to see. So my question mark is the inexperience of his weapons. But Ben is going to be a guy that you could run a, a draft. I mean, I like the spot. I like the eight. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's the biggest question for me. Number nine is Drew Brees. That's too low for me. Yeah, no, he should be definitely higher. I think only because the Saints are out for fucking blood. Oh. These last two seasons, dude, Jesus the blood. Saints, they've been screwed. The yeah. last two seasons, towards the end of the... The Saints should have been in the Super Bowl this year. Oh. This, this past year, they should have been in the Super Bowl this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, Right? They're out for blood. Drew Brees, he's at the tail end of his career. But his team's not, so... Yeah. No, they, they're, gun, they're freaking cutting everyone's throats this year. Michael happen. Thomas, Alvin Kamara... Those two alone mm-hmm. are huge fucking weapons. Yes, they're stud weapons for a guy with Drew Brees' arm. I have, I have, I have no question marks with Drew Brees. If you yeah. draft Drew Brees, you're fine. Uh, the only thing I will say, one thousand million percent. The the only thing I will say, he's a tough dude, but injury might play a factor only simply because he's getting older mm-hmm. and he is he is slower. He's a little he's a, he, he's he, a tick slower than what he was. But he does still get it really quick. But he gets the ball. He's one of the quickest quickest releases in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, number ten, rounding off, um, and then, and then I'll read off some 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 highlighted names. Okay. But number ten here is Russell Wilson. Nope. No. Fuck him. I don't agree with it. He'd be he's in the top twenty, not top ten. I like DK Metcalf. I like that rookie. But he's a one trick pony. But Doug Baldwin's gone. He's still a one trick pony. That's it. 
Russell Wilson is one of the most athletic quarterbacks in in this league, and he'll he'll build. He's a he's good. He'll use his build legs. wise. He'll use his legs to extend plays, and he's got a more accurate arm than most. Uh, it's very underrated how accurate he is. But is he a home run quarterback? I don't think so. No, no, no way. He'll give you those quick seven yard out routes. So this t- this top ten for me is very shoddy. Mm-hmm. I agree with with some of these names, but like I said, this is Matthew Berry. I mean, yeah. you're, you're you're talking to you're talking to Mike Moan and Alex Rodriguez. Like, we are not at the status of Matthew Berry. Maybe nope. he knows more than we do. It's possible, but it's definitely possible. looking at these top ten names. You know, I I get some of them, but it's, I, it's a, a lot of question marks. marks here. Some names on here that are out of the top ten. I just want to highlight. Uh, number eleven for me should be in the top ten. Should be maybe in the top five. Is Jared Goff? He's sitting at number eleven on Matthew Barry's list. Yes, well, it depends if there's no Todd Gurley. That's what I'm saying. Because of the whole thing with Todd Gurley coming out, so that's, that's with the knee issue, it's another question mark. They're gonna put the they're gonna put the team on Jared's back a little more. I think. I think so too. Because there's still stuff coming out about about there's Todd Gurley's knee is a concern because it. The past few days, even since Sunday, we were talking about on Sunday. Even since Sunday, there's been more shit coming out about Todd Gurley and his knee. So this is this is a huge concern for them. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely, it is. Jared's going to be the guy there. Plus, you got a healthy Cooper Cup coming back. You got Robert Woods, who's a stud. Cooper Cup, he's a stud. When he when he's healthy, yeah, absolute stud. Um, you still got Brandon Cooks there too. Right. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He's The guy's got weapons. Well, yeah, he's got great weapons. If it's if it's so true, which I think it is about Gurley's knee, then they're going to put the team on Jared's back, and I think he's going to have a, another breakout year. I think this is his year. And he's sitting here at number 11. That's a steal. That is a huge steal. Um, another one I want to point out, um, Carson Wentz is 12. If he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. Healthy's huge factor. That's a big question mark, but if he st- if he stays healthy, he's a Zach Ertz guy, so that's a good combo to have. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz. Um, one of the guys, one of the biggest question marks on here is Philip Rivers. Is that seventeen? Age. Age, yes, but the man has weapons, and the Chargers' door is closing very fast. It's like inches. They need a breakout year from their captain. They they need it. Philip Rivers last needs year, it. But I don't. Know if- I don't think they'll duplicate it this year. Another big thing on here is uh, at 18, Tom Brady. Is that okay. 18? I've been. I, I, this is, I knew we were going to talk about quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong, Tom Brady is fucking fantastic. But my opinion, I don't think he's a great fantasy quarterback. He's not. So. He's, he's not. I can, I can kind of. Gr- I say he's fifteenth, not that low. Yeah, eighteen to me is a little low, only because of his experience he's in, in like top what 15, he. Though. He's yeah, he's. I think he's a top fifteen. I don't think he's out of the top ten. I think he's yeah. top fifteen ish. Yeah, because like he'll do whatever to do win the game, so he'll hand it off, keep running the ball, or pass it a million times. But you never know where to get out Tom Brady. But so he's consistent though. He is very consistent, so. and he's. But the problem is he spreads the ball around. Um, he doesn't have much of a cannon as he used to. Nope. Um, but but his accuracy is ridiculous. And his clutch factor. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. Plus, you're missing Gronk, too. It's a huge factor. 
that's another thing. I think that's why he's ranked so low on here is because Gronk is technically still out. Although the Patriots have come out and said that Gronk is going to play. That yeah, and they count just, on and it. They just released yeah. their backup that they signed for Safarian Jenkins. Yeah, to replace yeah. Gronk. Um, I you know what I also I also think he's low on this list because I think Tom Brady is starting to pull what Peyton Manning did in, in Peyton's last couple of years, um, and he Peyton Peyton relied on his team more, like uh, his running is like his backfield yep. and Which also short passes and receivers. Really, he never trust that New England backfield either though. You you can never you I mean but he's got Sony Michelle now Sony Michelle is an emerging emerging running back. I, I like Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle, but you still you got to think you still have James White, who's always a freaking huge factor. He'll catch. He'll catch anything. And then you got Rex Burkhead, which he'll catch anything. They're the three headed monster, right? Sometimes they put Cordell Patterson back there too. So you know, you you never know what the hell you're going to get with New England, right? It's, which is I think placing him at 18. I think it's because even Matthew Berry has a question mark there. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, I can see that. Kyler Murray is 14th. Nope. Sorry. I'm really not into that. There's nothing there. There's nothing there in Arizona to him throw to. Not even top 20. Yeah. Nope. I agree. Um, Matthew Stafford is 26th. No weapons. No weapons, but Matthew there's, Stafford there's is... There's no Golden Tate. Right. But Matthew Stafford's Matthew Stafford, though. True, but... I like his arm. I think it's way too low to have him down there. I like it. I like it. It doesn't really matter who he's throwing to. He's accurate. The Lions stink. The Lions do stink, but they have, all they have is Kenny Galladay. My my biggest question, my biggest concern, maybe why he's ranked that low is because his offensive line is not there. He has he has no line. There's no offensive line. I think he was sacked the most times. I'm gonna predict they win like five games next year, this year. Jimmy Garoppolo is 22. Mm, I mean, no. it was a freak accident, but yeah, I think he should be higher. It should be way higher, I think. He should be He should be where Kyler Murray is. San Francisco is looking solid. You know, they look like an, an up-and-coming team with a quarterback who's, who was under the tutelage of, I think, is the best quarterback to ever play the game. Yes. <laughs> well, I can um, argue that. It was, just yes. A, it was just a freak injury that stopped him. Yeah. But when he was, when he was playing, the first game he played... He was spot on. He so, looked freaking great. He's going to be like a, a sleeper pick. Everyone's going to forget about I, I think he's going to be the guy everyone forgets. Because I think he's going to be so bottom, ranked at the bottom, everyone's going to forget he's there. Right. Because of what happened last year and the early injury, he was out for the year. Um, I think people are going to just overshadow him. They're just going to overlook it. But I think he is a secret grab. Yep. Now, if we do like the, the two-quarterback league, that's going to be huge. I think Garoppolo, and in the two quarterback league, Garoppolo is the perfect candidate for a second. Yep. So, well, here comes one of our sponsors. Is here. Welcome the door. Hello, Lindsay. Hey. Um, so that was just a few things. Um, and there's uh, there's our girl. There Nala. she is. It's the sponsor. Yeah. That's the mascot. Um. One more quarterback, one more quarterback, and then I have a question, then we'll move on to our last shit. Um, we were talking about Antonio Brown. I don't like to talk about Antonio Brown because I hate fucking hate Antonio Brown. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I want to bring up Derek Carr because on this list, he's 23. Does the emergent, without Antonio Brown, Derek Carr is, is low on this list. He's got to be. 30. <laughs> 
And the third is actually Marcus Mariota. Oh. Which I, I don't, I don't agree with that either. But because there are some names on here. But anyway, um, Derek Carr. How do you think he'll do with the arrival of of Brown? I, like I, I don't know. I'm I'm. I'm yeah, there's too much drama. There's too much, yeah. There's too much drama there. But Derek Carr, I, I think his numbers will improve with Antonio Brown there. But is that, I mean, is this number twenty three, twenty yes. third best? Is that a good number where where he's at? Yes. Okay. Could he be a Could he be a backup? He's he's a, he's going to be a backup in in most of most of the fantasy. Oh, absolutely is. Yes. Would, would you Would you trust him as my... a starter though? Depending no, no. on what your team. No. What if you have no Antonio way. Brown on your team? No, I don't care. You don't think so? Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope, no, nope. You draft Antonio Brown on your team, you wouldn't want Derek Carr? Nope. Maybe in your starting lineup, depending on... Nope. Okay. I'm keep saying no, so it's not going to happen. So, yeah, that's, that's us breaking down, giving you some question marks about uh, quarterback rankings fantasy-wise. My last question is this, A-Rod. What round do you draft a quarterback? Mm, depends what pick I have, though. That's always okay. a question. Like, if... Say a twelve-team league, I have eleventh pick, twelfth pick. I'm taking a quarterback, literally thirteenth pick. Wow! Second round, because if you if you're doing a snake draft, you go one through twelve, then twelve through one, you still have another twenty-something picks ahead of you. So it's solid enough to take a quarterback that early. But if you're like right in the middle, then you could you could, you don't have that much longer to wait. So you probably get a quarterback in the third round. So here's but if you're doing like a two quarterback league, quarterbacks are huge. So that's when you go quarterbacks like first round, second round. Here's what bugs me though. Okay, if it's twelve team league, how it should go, the first twelve quarterbacks should be the starters on all twelve teams. Now yes. I've seen some ridiculous shit. I've seen people take a quarterback in the first round, take a position player in the second round, and then take a quarterback in the third round. I've seen it. That's, I've seen some ridiculous shit. That's stupid. If you're in a league where people actually know what they're doing, quarterbacks should not go past the third round. No way. They shouldn't because your first your first picks should be position players regardless of where you are position-wise. Anybody later in the third round is going to be a backup. The only quarterback I see here that could go, that should be going in the third rounds is um, Patrick Mahomes and um, Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. really it. Drew Brees is so low on this list for me. He's ninth. He's so low for me. I I see Drew Brees. He's I'm Go so high on him. Round. I'm so high on Drew Brees, man. Yeah. Um, but um, to me, depending, I mean, it depends on it depends on the positions in the league. If it is a two quarterback league, if it's a two quarterback league, take quarterback in the first round. Absolutely. Fuck it, man. He's got another one like fourth round. Right. Take quarterback in the first round. Yeah. If it's a two quarterback league. Or take them, or depending on if you're the top, if you're the top like five picks, take a position player and then take quarterback in the second round. Because mm-hmm. like I said, the top twelve quarterbacks here should be the top, should be the twelve starters in each league. But like I said, I've seen some crazy shit. Yeah. So I mean, you I never really two, know. I drafted two tight ends last year. Yeah, and I, started, I, I started them both. I started well Zach Ertz. Yeah. So I thought Jimmy Graham was a good year, so I had Zach Ertz and Jimmy Graham on the same team. Jimmy Graham and your flex. Yeah. Nah, I don't. I, mean, I don't. Now, if you were going back a couple of years, think about it. That's the deadliest combo you could probably have. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
But Jimmy Graham is so untested now. Yeah. So. Who but knows? these these quarterbacks, dude. Uh, to me, I, I've seen I've seen some fucking interest. I know people who tell me all the time, and I I talk with fantasy football with a lot of different people who claim they know fantasy football. But people have told me there's nothing wrong with taking a quarterback in round one. To me, that's a bunch of shit. Agreed. You can't take a quarterback round one and be successful. I hope Lindsay's hearing that. You hear you, that, Lindsay? You can't take a quarterback round one and be successful in fantasy. You, you can't. You can't. Um, my, but, but, um, but I, it, it depends on, it depends on how the, how the draft goes. Cause if I'm drafting and I'm waiting for my turn to come up and then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes gets drafted, then Aaron Rodgers gets drafted, then Deshaun gets drafted, then all these quarterbacks start falling off the board. That just leaves all the other better position players open. Exactly. But at the like, same you, you time, really draft, like if they draft all the quarterbacks first and so you have 12th pick and literally quarterbacks all get drafted, you can literally go. Like Julio Jones, I'm not, DeAndre I'm not, Hopkins. I'm not like saying that. I'm not saying like the first round. I'm saying like the like the like by by round three. Yeah, people have two good position players: running Absolutely. back, running back, running back, wide receiver, whatever. By that time, they're looking into quarterbacks. Usually around round three is when people start panicking. Then you see Patrick Mahomes off the board. Then you see guys like Deshaun off the board. When people see that, then they start panicking. By the time it gets to your pick, who do you who do you have there? Roethlisberger. Something maybe like uh, maybe a Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, bums. I don't want I don't want these players on my team. Ben maybe Jimmy Garoppolo will still be there. Jimmy Garoppolo will still be there. Drew Brees I'm sure will be there too. Jared Goff yeah. But at the same time, don't panic. Is don't panic is my premise it's, on that. Yeah. But at, at the same time, dude, if you see that, well, don't panic is your words of wisdom. Don't panic is my fantasy football words of wisdom this week. Yes. Don't panic if you see Wisdom Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday on fantasy football. Fantasy football Wisdom Wednesday for me. It's don't panic on quarterbacks. Is don't panic if you start seeing them drafted too early. Now, where is Eli on this list? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Eli Manning is not on the top thirty. It's thirty-one or thirty-two. Yep. Who's last? I, I don't know. It goes to thirty. Oh boy! So <laughs> it's Eli Manning or probably like Sam Rosen. So where's Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold is twenty four. Okay. Um. Sam Rosen on there? Josh Rosen? Sam? Yeah, that's what I meant. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen's not on here. So he's thirty one or thirty two. So it means him and Eli. Him and Eli. Thirty one. Is Daniel Jones on there? Uh, nope. Oh, well, okay. Makes sense. Where's Dak? Dak is 15. This is going to be right in the middle. Yeah. All right. We'll see how this plays out. I mean, it could all all change because anything can happen. Someone can get hurt during OTAs or like Ryan Tannehill got hurt. I like Nick Foles here. Is that 27? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Where's Foles? Nick Foles, 27. Where's he again? Jaguar, right? Yep. Jacksonville. Sleeper. He's a little he's a little bit sleeper. Jacksonville is uh, questionable on. I mean, is, is uh, Allen Robinson still there? Or is he on the Bears? No, I think he's on the Bears. Yeah, I don't know. All right, could be a good second quarterback for two quarterback leagues, but nah. Nick Foles will probably stay on the free agent wire. Agreed. Big Dick Nick. BDM. So my words of wisdom um, when it comes to like the third, fourth round, if you start seeing a bunch of quarterbacks being taken, don't panic. Don't panic. 
Don't worry about it. Yay. How long do we have left? It's we're at hour fifteen. Okay, cool. It. It's perfect amount of time. Just some quick things I want to get off here. Um, today is June fifth, so uh, I have one. Well, first, well, first, we'll do our our sponsor. Well, this is brought to you by High Tour Lanes. It's a bowling alley located in West Havenshaw, New York. It's great family fun bowling. You can go there, mention this podcast, get bowl two games, get the third free. They have a little construction they're undergoing right now, but they're still open for business. They have some summer league starting this week. So if you're interested, get there and call them, 845-429-8000. They're always open for people looking to bowl. So you can't go wrong. Great food, great drinks. Have at it. Other than that, I think that's about it for them. You mentioned us. Oh, you said that. Did yes. you say that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you go there and mention Mass Podcast. You get both two games, you get the third free. I'll say it again. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, June 5th, uh, on this day, mm-hmm. I have two things here. First of all, I want to give a huge happy birthday to my perverted old friend, Robert Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, uh, it sucks um, that we didn't get to see your um, your video, dude. I'm kind of glad I didn't see it. So. Uh, I, I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was very interested. I think it was the biggest tragedy so far in sports this year. Uh, we weren't able to see good old Robert Kraft in his uh, in his little porn videos. No thanks. Sorry. <laughs> no thanks. Um. So happy birthday. Did I mention it was his birthday? I did. Yes. Ha- happy birthday, Robert Kraft. Um, time. Um, keep on poking him, man. <laughs> Do your thing, bro. No, just keep on giving me some mac and cheese. That's all I want. Thanks. Oh. Oh, nice. That's all I care about. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Kraft singles. Mm. Nice. Some, some, some in there. By the way, uh, um, I was at a uh, like a family, a family barbecue. Um, I forgot what day it was. Saturday, I think. And um, they went to Costco. Speaking of off top, very off topic, but they went they went to Costco to get cheese, and the smallest craft package was ninety two slices. Holy shit! That's the, and that was the smallest one. I just wanted to point that out. Costco is is awesome. Just wanted that to point probably that out. last two weeks in this place. Oh, not it probably wouldn't even last a week for me. I love the cheese. amount of grilled cheeses I would make. On this day, 52 years ago in 1967, now this is interesting because of what's going on right now, there are six new NHL franchises that were granted franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the Dallas Stars, it was called something else, but it, the Dallas Stars, the Oakland Seals, um, the Los Angeles Kings, the Pittsburgh Penguins, Fuck the, Penguins. the Philadelphia Flyers, Ugh. and the St. Louis Blues. Speaking of the Flyers... Uh, one of the former Rangers just got traded to the Flyers. Uh, Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes. Yep. Fuck. Shit. Stupid. So yeah, uh, just because of you know the Stanley Cup Finals with you know the Blues and the Bruins, I just wanted to point that out that on this day, happy birthday, fifty-two years old, to the St. Louis Blues. Go get them. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Blues. It's pretty huge. Um. I just want to I, I want to close out the show um, with the guilty or not guilty. My, I, I, mine's very simple. 
I'm sure I can come up with one off the top of my head. My guilty or not guilty is I'm losing this bet. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's going to fucking happen. I'm probably going to have a blonde beard by the end I of baseball season. I hope so. Yeah. Can't fucking wait. Um, but I might get a haircut like next week, so I'll just grow it out after. Yeah. I'm still growing the beard out. It's actually coming in pretty nice, the beard. So, um, yeah, that's my guilty or not guilty. It has nothing to do with sports, but I'm, I'm with how it, he's, it's, it's tanking so much. We're so close to the All Star break. Mm-hmm. What is we could do a little segment though? Because tonight I started bowling tonight. That's cool. Now we could do the over under on what my series would be tonight. So I I probably average like two twenty seven, so that's six eighty one. So that's the average. So we could just give a number. We we'll say like six seventy five. We'll take the over under. Uh, when was the last time you, you I haven't threw a bowling ball in a month? Ball? In a month? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna be very rusty. Yeah. It's gonna hurt. So I'll take the under then. All right. Fair enough. I'll take the under. We'll find out next week. So. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have updates because A Rod is gonna be bowling every week on Wednesdays. In a couple of weeks, I will be in Vegas bowling. So right. I'll give my updates on that because that's a big tournament for me out there. It's a so national tournament. We'll Just make like a national poker tournament. This is national bowling for me. Cool. So it's a big. I'm I'm big so event. I'm I'm excited I'm so excited for you, man. Yeah. It's tough. How do you do? Uh, how many How many times have you played in that in the in the tournament? Uh, probably seven times. I bowled okay. Thing. How How have you? I done think I've though? averaged a solid like one ninety five, maybe two hundred. It's t- and it's tough. Well, yeah, because I mean it's that's so a national. How many How many players usually play in that thing? Like, oh, overall, it the tournament goes from March till probably July. Shit, that's a lot of players. Yeah. Is there like a way, like is there a buy-in? Like I yeah. don't understand how it works. Yeah, it is. It's, you bowl team event, you bowl doubles, and you bowl singles. And you, you're you bowling singles? Um, bowl, bowl all, no, you bowl all three events. Oh. Do you, how, do you, how do you get paired though? Well, you pick your own team. Oh, so you're oh, so you're going with a group then? Yeah, you pick your own team, oh. then you pick who you're going to bowl doubles with, and obviously you bowl singles by yourself. Oh, But the tough thing is though, because you bowl five on a team with another five on a team on the same lane... So the way the oils patterns work, it's a tough, and they're tough. So they could get be really good or be really bad. And then double singles, you bowl doubles literally. Then after you done those three games, you bowl singles right after that. So you bowl nine games in two days. It doesn't seem like a lot, but six games in a day is a lot if you don't think about it. If you really think about it, if like me, but if you like on like a non bowler, six games is nothing. But you'll feel it. Right, you usually because um, I, I mean, I would I used to bowl in a league where it would be three games. You used to be exhausted after that. Yeah, and I yeah I felt it in my arm the next day. I couldn't even. Yeah, I got to bowl six in the day, literally back to back. Right, that's that's tough. That's tough, man. It's be brutal. And hurt. and after the first three, you're going out and move. You're moving into another Nothing. whole another thing. But by that time, you've already bowled three games. Mm-hmm. How well do you? How well are you really going to do? You're either going to be extremely warmed up. Or usually, you're just going to be floppy. I usually do a lot better in singles, which is the last three games. So, but that's on—is that the day that you do six, or is that just the day I do six? Oh wow! Yeah, so it's my games six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Well, no, yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So usually seven, eight, nine. My usually good three games. But I don't know, I'm just hoping to do well. Anyways, we're just 
I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. Yeah, I hope so. I, I really hope you I, do well. There's, there's some cash involved if I do ball good. Cool. So, like, singles singles first place is like five grand. Hey. Yeah. So, it's a lot of money to do. What that. was the closest you've come to it? I've come in, like, top, like, 400. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But someone I bowled with, he finished third out of everybody. Like, thousands of people. Really? Thousands. From, from 10, here? 10,000 people. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Don's son Chris shot, Oh wow shot 814 no shit. Finished in third No shit Yeah He got money out of that mm, Shot 300 Very good And now he gets like Recognized every year Like if you shoot Like an honor score You get recognized Every year for it Really Yep Oh no So that's, it's, that's it's, it's pretty cool That's nuts Yeah Alright well cool man I, I, I'm rooting for you Thanks. You just gotta Appreciate keep it. You gotta keep me updated I will Yeah I gotcha Um so I guess we'll do I guess we'll do like an A Rod bowling segment. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, we'll just do like an over under. Cool, man. So uh, six seventy five, right? Yep. I'll, I'm gonna take the under because you're a little rusty right now. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna hurt. We'll see. So we'll see how it goes. But I think that brings us to the end of the show. I you know what, man? This has been a this has been a great show for me. Thanks, so. me too. So that brings us to the end of this. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one and keep on preaching on.